Welcome to yet another episode of the Geek 2.0 podcast. Still going, still going strong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm Josh. I'm Joe. And if you don't know that by now, well, go back and listen to our older episodes. Yeah. It's the same people. Give us the clicks. Yes. <laughs> what is it? How's the kids say? Um, click like and subscribe. And don't forget oh, to hit geez. that little notification bell so you can get our notifications. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, we're YouTube stars. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> not yet. I don't or, have a face for TV. I have a face for radio. YouTube people. Mm, that's fair. <laughs> I'm going to be daily vlogging. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> Got your camera. Let's go. It's just going to be me sleeping. <laughs> hey, there's a segment <laughs> of streaming on uh, Twitch for people sleeping or laying on the couch, eating. Oh, my God. That's just so weird. And people will give them bits and pl- and pay for that in donations. Oh, I'm in the wrong industry. Yeah, it's weird, but... <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of streaming and, and all the sorts of high-tech goodness, we are going to look at what's coming up in the near future for, you know, the pre-holiday phone stuff. Yeah, it's getting that time of year again. It's like the pre-Black Friday, pre-Christmas extravaganza. With Samsung, Apple, Google releasing new devices before the holiday season. Yeah, they got to build the hype for the holidays. The hype machine. (laughs) (laughs) Choo-choo. Well, actually, Samsung, I think this episode is going to actually come out the week after uh, Samsung's event, which is on August 9th. Okay. So if you're hearing this, you already know what's coming. Yeah, that's fair. It's going to be what, the Galaxy S10? Unless they change the name, yes, X. it should be. Uh, who, knows? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Like they, a, a Galaxy X. They could go Microsoft platform and call it something completely different. Which you know, <laughs> a lot of like Apple with like uh, Mac OS ten, they've been the same thing. Windows ten has been the same since what last year or no, two years ago, three years ago when they went to Windows ten. Yeah, I think it, yeah, and they stay, it wasn't going to be like Windows 11 or 12. It's just going to be Windows 10 from now until whenever. Until they, it's Microsoft. They will yeah. change it up. But yeah, that was, that's why they changed their updating platform was for that very reason to try yeah. to keep it case standard OS and It's a standard, yeah. But that's not going to happen. Well, with Samsung? Uh, no, with Windows. Uh, with, with Samsung, I have no clue how they're going to to name it, but I'm intrigued to see what they're going to do. The past couple of years, they've kept that edge kind of like infinity screen going. Is it going to be a notch? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that I say because the new Pixel 3 XL is going to have a notch. And it's a deep notch. Huh. Look at the iPhone 10 with its notch, but add like a, a quarter just below that. And that's going to be the Pixel's notch. And it has a bottom chin. Hmm. Uh, bezel on the bottom. Which is kind of weird because it's like, why don't you just go more all screen? Well, you know, and see, <laughs> I it's actually my one and only complaint with my S8 
is the fact that I don't have a bezel all the way around. I'm I'm one of the people mm. that I'm not a fan of a full screen solely for the fact I do a lot of things one-handed with the phone. Yeah. And I've got fat hands. So when <laughs> I go to hold it, I'm already touching the your screen is on, yeah, side, yeah. on top of what it is that I'm trying to do. And depending on what it is that I'm doing, this falls more into mobile gaming, but depending on what it is that I'm doing, it registers as a double touch instead of a single touch because of that. And it drives me up a wall. I have to switch to two hands right. so I can hold it from behind using my pinkies as like a little stand. But after a while, that's your pinky because you're you're working it, those muscles. Like, yeah, it's not Do you lift, bro? <laughs> <laughs> not with the pinkies. <laughs> um, so to go a hundred percent full screen, although it would look really cool, and you could do a lot yeah. of really neat things with it. They would have to figure out something. Well, with the Samsung, because you get it's a curved screen off the pretty much it rolls off the edge, so Correct. to speak. Yes. So I mean, there is a slight yeah edge to it, but yes, it does kind of curve off screen. But with all the other phones like Pixel or the Apple iPhone devices, there is a stop. Yes, and then it's a the solid body. edge. Yes. Yeah. But with the iPhone, it's going to be pretty much it's with how the iPhone 10 is now. It's going to increase to what the other devices are going to look like they're, they're catching up to what's already been out there yeah. for years. like the old you know with the top and bottom chins that's going away it's going to have notches and the side bezels are going to be a lot smaller and unless you're a pixel 3xl which it has like i said with the big huge notch it just looks weird I, unless there's something specific as to why they're doing it. I don't know. Yeah. It's, I, know. I guess they're just adding more sensors there, but really, do you need that much? Yeah. I mean, I'd, sensor all the things. We'd have to see what they actually come out with for the specs to know why they were doing it. Yeah, because I don't think just... they're going to be doing like Face ID as uh, Apple does with the, like the 3D mapping for your Face ID unlock. Um. It wouldn't surprise me if they did, because, I mean, Samsung's got it, Apple's got it. Well, Samsung uses a, a infrared, don't they? It's, like, it's a I, iris detection. On the uh, S8 and lower. With okay. the S9, they have the full oh, face. The full mapping. The same kind of, you could do the emoji talking, like everything that they Which do. Which is nothing, because that is weird looking. Very. With yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not saying that all of it with like emojis or now the uh, Memoji is coming out with iOS 12. <laughs> it just looks weird. Because like with the new, the Memoji is basically has like that cartoon head on your body. Oh, that's just weird. <laughs> but it's like it's a it's your video of you or whatever your your background is, but your head is this gigantic bobblehead. <laughs> yeah. Um but I'm I'm curious to see where they go with it. Obviously they're gonna try to get things into a slimmer form mm -hmm. and function. Whether or not the phones themselves go smaller is remains to be see, seen. I don't I think that small phone uh phase has disappeared I, for the past decade i think it's going to flux like it's been where it's going to just like with headphones it's gonna they're gonna get big mm -hmm. then they're gonna go back to small then they're gonna get big then they go back it's just gonna keep doing that and the reason that i say that and i don't remember if we've talked about this or not but i know samsung does i'm not sure about the others but they have a patent out there for a, a flip phone mm -hmm. that's full screen 
Well, it's the foldable screens yeah. that uh, Samsung has. Um, oh, well, no, it was uh, a couple years ago. I think it was a Kyocera. It was an old back in the Sprint. It was like 2008, 2009. That it was a, uh, a dual screen phone that was can fold, but it had two screens. Yeah, it was a, it was yeah a dual screen. But this it, is it was like, horrible looking, but <laughs> <laughs> but this is. Uh, what Samsung has is a literal complete screen that mm-hmm. just can, it's flexible and can fold. Yeah. Um, cause they were also looking at it for a smartwatch phone hybrid where it was think of kind of like a slap bracelet where it's a full slaps. <laughs> it's a full screen, <laughs> but you can put it over your wrist and fold it over. And it's also a watch. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they've still they've been kicking that one around oh, for I, yeah I've, I've been a seeing it good like on while now CES for years or even the trade shows that happen like overseas in Asia yeah. and stuff it's my guess is the technology like the hardware side's just not there yet yeah well it's there but to try and get to shrink it down to a consumer level device I mean you can have it but it's gonna be like a huge tablet well and you gotta look at it more all, you know along the lines of the <laughs> Yeah. Ooh, bless you. I was trying to keep you excited. <laughs> uh, you got to look at it also because it, it's more than just the screen that you've got to include. You yeah. also got to think of the battery and the batteries are not Yeah, you flexible. don't want another note. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't need another exploding, especially when it's on your wrist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's bad so, enough in your pants. So they either got to do a bunch of small batteries that are going to be chained mm-hmm. or they're going to have to develop some other technology. That's why I say like, yeah, the screen side of it, they may have it, but I don't know if the rest of the hardware is capable yet of that kind of flexible well, yeah, technology. Now it's the chip sizes are, I mean, they're they got ridiculous. as small as they can for now because well, I mean, I've seen chips that are like the size of pinky nails. Like they're but even tiny. then, you, you can't like put in a consumer device because it's so expensive. Oh yeah, because you're, you're where you're looking at devices are already over a thousand dollars. Yes, um, but there's also something to be said for bulk. Uh, there's also uh, in the world of like your uh, Internet of Things, your Arduino. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they've got pieces that are for those devices that are. Very, very, well, very small. Raspberry Pis aren't that expensive. Yeah, Raspberry Pis are a full-fledged computer. But I'm talking even just the sensors. Yeah, but like sensors, your, yeah. like uh, actually, uh, the company that I work for, the department that I'm in, had a uh, a monthly meeting where they were uh, showing off some of those things because some of the guys mm-hmm. in our departments tinker and play. Um, and there was one; it literally was smaller than the the. Uh, like the pad of my pinky <laughs> and it was a uh a accelerometer a gyroscope and something else right was all and it was literally like the it was the pad of my pinky oh, like yeah, he, he was holding it it was tiny and it wasn't don't that sneeze. <laughs> yeah it wasn't that expensive at all which i was okay. that's what blew me away because i'm thinking you know something like that's gonna be yeah a couple thousands of dollars just for that little chip alone under a hundred easy not bad yeah um and when you ramp it up to thousands in a production line exactly um and it like you're talking about you got phones that already are going for almost a thousand a piece anyways like, yeah like the, uh, I, i'll say it again iphone 10 is like the, uh 13 or 12 or 1300 dollars for like <sighs> high like 256 or whatever gigs and the fact that people pay for it anyways yeah. um 
that was, that was my breaking point when I was at a thousand dollars. I'm like, I'm still rocking the seven plus. <laughs> so, and Samsung, I mean, they're getting up there. Oh, absolutely. They're, they're, the Galaxy Nine was what almost at a thousand dollars. Um, is what nine triple nines? Maybe when it first came out, uh, my wife's got it. Yeah. And I think it was in the seven eight hundred. Yeah, pretty much any flagship phones nowadays are going to be at now. It's the standard a thousand dollars, which is ridiculous. Um, but that's also part of the reason why I say the form factor and the styling will change because of that. We have the same type of phones; they're mm-hmm. going to get big, but so is the price tag. People are going to start wanting slower. Someone's going to put out a smaller version for a lesser yeah. price that's going to take off and then everyone's going to it's just going to keep that fluctuation it's just well, going to go a lot of, especially on like an android side it's there's so many phones from different price points from the $200 up to you know absolutely flagship pricing and even then the mid-range is comparable maybe like one or two specs aren't as great as a flagship but they're at 5 600 dollars mhm and you'll get your same exact experience you would get with like a Samsung uh, or an iPhone, but at hundreds less. Yeah. The the Costco of phones. <laughs> well, look at the, uh, like, uh, what was it? Um, the OnePlus One and the uh, Essential phone, both Android devices. And they're $600, but their cameras are as comparable to a Samsung, Apple, or a hmm. uh, Pixel. I think with Pixel is actually a better camera on a lower quality phone. Because hmm. a lot of people have been complaining of their Pixels. The Pixel 2 XL is starting to slow down. Like the uh, refresh rates on their screens, like going between app to app and app and app, is like slow. Hmm. Like you can physically, you hit back, open, and it's, you can see the transition effects are slow. And it's not graphically done that no. way? Huh intriguing and it's just one of those things that well it's HTC did the Pixel 2 and I think they would be doing the Pixel 3 see I like the HTC's though I used I used to have um, HTC was it the Hero well there was way back in the day with a little trackpad on the bottom the MyTouch it wasn't my uh, My touch had the little trackball it was the Hero that was that must have been after the MyTouch then Mm -hmm. Um, because it had that had that scroll wheel on the bottom it was a clickable scroll wheel yeah um, because there was uh, yeah, HTC had the the My Touch. They I pretty Hero sounds familiar. I'm pretty sure that was them. Uh, they also had the um, the M series, like mm-hmm. the M8, yeah, and stuff like that. And those are the ones that had the speakers on the front of the phone. Yeah, well, that's actually very innovative. I where, had that. It was a great because when phone. you when you listen to something on your phone, how do you hold it? You hold it when the speaker's in the bottom. It's the speaker is blowing into your palm. Yeah, or you cup it so that it, yeah. that it comes up to you. <laughs> <laughs> but when you got front firing speakers, they call it, what was it a boom sound? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it was a for that that one year where they had bought Beats. Mm-hmm. integrated beats into the speakers and of course they failed at that and then went back to uh beats by themselves and went to apple <laughs> <laughs> um so i i definitely I'll, I'll i could definitely see the the form factor changing just like i also miss the i'm one of the rare few i guess you could say that actually really enjoyed like the windows phones the nokias mm-hmm those were great phones. Oh, yeah, with the Windows, the newer OS. I'm not talking about like the Windows 
mobile phone. <laughs> oh yeah, no, 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 no. I'm talking back the, in the day. The Windows 8 mobile, mm-hmm. like those were those were great phones, but unfortunately they just didn't take off. It, it wasn't um, promoted well by. That was back in the. It was the Balmer era of Windows. Well, before I, Satya Nadella came on board or was CEO. Yes, and I heard something interesting that was uh, intriguing to me is that when Microsoft makes hardware so their their tablet like their surfaces mm-hmm. their laptops that they've been making their phones basically what they're doing is they do that from what I've again this from what I've heard um, they do that knowing that they're going to lose money doing that but they do that to show the manufacturers right how to really get the most out of their systems so they will like for example build the surface like they did mm-hmm. um, and the surface blew up as we very well know and then from there the other manufacturers that can actually pump out the hardware go okay so here's what microsoft's done yeah this is what we need to emulate and then they start doing their and they can do it at a cheaper it. price point because look very. at what was at the, uh, the yes. surface the big uh screen uh, the original Surface, like the tabletop? No, no, this is it's just this came out uh, last year or two years ago. It's a huge uh, touchscreen supercomputer that you can use a pen. And it's, it's basically like it has a Cintiq tablet or a screen on it as okay. well. But it was crippled by a slow hard drive. It was less. It wasn't even seventy two hundred hard drive <sighs> RPM. Um, and it's just a whole system was crippled because of a uh, cutback on certain things to keep it at a certain price point. Yeah, where they had to cut their corners to yeah. for it to be affordable. Gotcha. I mean, it was a great device. I mean, it's basically, it was geared more to the... Because uh, that's when uh, the Macs weren't coming out and they were being dropped from like professional line. Hmm. And there was that, the five-year gap where there wasn't that much innovation. Gotcha. So Windows was like, or Microsoft was like, hey, we can do it. And here's something that an artist can use. You can tilt the whole thing up or put it like down 30 degrees hmm. on the table and rest in your huge like 25, 28-inch screen mm-hmm. that you can draw on. Nice. Instead of, you know, using a tablet on the table and looking up. Yeah. Hmm. I actually don't don't think I'm aware of that. I'll have to look I into f- that. Yeah, I forget the name of it. It's, uh, it's a Surface because it was part of the Surface line. Huh. Because you had the Surface Book... Um, it wasn't. It's not like trademark like Surface Pro, <laughs> but it's just one of those things where uh, the Surface is basically like it's a, a standard. Like, hey, this is what is possible. Yes. Uh, yes, we might uh, annoy or drop some third parties mm-hmm. where hey, we're not going to make uh, laptops or computers for you anymore because you're basically stealing our business. Um, but it was the same thing with their their phones. Was mm-hmm. that that that's why they did? Well, that was with the Nokia's. Yes, because that's when they were uh, trying Microsoft to show. Nokia. Yeah, they were trying to show what it is that is capable with their phones, but it just. I remember when it was the, uh, uh, the forty-one megapixel ca- oh, camera the, phone. The what was it? The ten eighty, I think, is what it was called. Yeah, I wanted that phone. I so did too because it was like oh, it's like. You can do so much. Is yeah, the phone and other software probably wasn't great, but it was just the fact of this huge sensor on your phone. Well, it, we it, had, was, it was almost it was what like a, a three quarters inch or a half inch uh, camera sensor. 
uh, a buddy of ours actually had that phone and it was very nice. Um, but I can speak from experience that the OS on it, the actual mm-hmm. hot was great, responsive, smooth, like okay. it, it, there's definitely a learning curve cause it's completely oh, yeah, it's different. System. Yeah. And I went from Android to that. So it took a little bit, but honestly, after having it for about six months, I completely forgot how to use Android. <laughs> when when it finally came time for me to get a new phone, and I had that phone for a while, um, when it came time to get a new phone, there Windows Phone just wasn't in the market anymore. Yeah, it was only it was like what for three or four years it was something out there. Yeah, we um, had a third operating system, and it just there was nothing out there mm-hmm. like what i had was the, still the, the latest and greatest and i was done i was ready for the next piece yeah and i really wanted that that big one the 1080 but, but it was only through at&t yeah that's another thing with carrier exclusives it <sighs> kind of kills your your device because yeah. oh i don't want to go on to verizon because verizon is what 180 dollars for a family plan and shared their data yeah they're they're expensive yeah we dropped to T-Mobile, I mean, had no problem. As long as the we went to Yellowstone, of course, there was no service. But well, that's just it. As long as you're not doing any immense traveling, you're yeah. fine. Yeah. Um. But it just it was great. But once I went back, and that's when I went to Samsung. I went mm-hmm. from the Windows Phone to Samsung. So I was like, okay, well, let me try it. I had to relearn how to do Android <laughs> all over again because I got so used to it, and it was. One, it didn't take long, but once you got into it, it made sense. Yeah, just it's like just that with learning Windows. curve. Yeah, it's, it's with any up operating system. Uh, you've been working with uh, Windows for most of our lives, mm-hmm. and if you say you plop a Macintosh or or Linux in front of you, it's like here you go, enjoy. And you're like, uh, what do I do? Uh, what's this control? Where I can do command what? <laughs> <laughs> Windows key? Where's that? Well, and it was. I mean, at the time, it was also when, you know, Windows 8 was first coming out. Oh, that whole... Yeah, it really threw debacle. people for a, <laughs> for a loop because of, you know, not having the buttons. And it's all done with swipe and touch screen. Mm-hmm. And it was the same thing with the phones. But with the phones, it's a little more intuitive. Yeah. Um, but that's what was nice about it. There wasn't... Like with Android, you look for the gear. You look for the some hamburger type, menu. Yeah. Something to get into like the settings for it. You know, whether it's in the notification bar or whether it's in the the tray where you got to hit the little three mm-hmm. lines. Something. Um, with this, it was just a matter of just swipe to the right. That's it. Boom. You're in your settings. Like it's, <laughs> it's right. a Tinder of OS. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's right there. It's nice and smooth. And then you swipe to the left for something else mm-hmm. or, you know, and it made it real easy. It just depended on the, the app. You wanted to know what the app does, just start swiping, you know, and you'll find <laughs> all kinds of stuff. Whereas with the Androids, again, I get why they do it, but it almost feels like some of the stuff is hidden because it they is. put it within the menus. And again, I understand why, but it makes it a little hard to explore. Or when you first get the app, you explore, you find all the things. And then a year later when you need it, you go, well, I know it's there, but crap, where was it? Yeah. How do I do it again? Because <laughs> <laughs> you're not doing it day to day. Correct. Uh, so, yeah, it's I want to talk about like the Pixel 3 because uh, we know someone that has a Pixel. Yes. And his photos is actually really good from a camera phone. Yes. It's very surprising. And that's all from a single camera sensor. Because mm-hmm. I know your, your Samsung has what, a single? I, I'm not I know with the my pictures. iPhone, I have a dual that has a, uh, to do the portrait modes. 
which as you know to do the bokeh <laughs> yeah I don't, I, I've got things on there I don't know I'm not into the camera aspect no, of yeah, it you got a single one okay. no the the note <laughs> Nine actually has dual uh, camera sensors. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah. My wife is the photographer. I am not. <laughs> the camera's the one piece that I don't really care that much about. It's bokehlicious. <laughs> I just, the whole reason I wanted that 1080 was just because it was so different and mm-hmm. it was like a camera camera. I was like, that's really cool. But I don't truly care about the camera. <laughs> <laughs> well, the best camera that you have is the one that you have on you. Which is your phone. That's pretty fair. much. And a clean lens. Oh, they just take the phone and you just wipe it on your shirt. <laughs> you're good to go. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about those small little scratches. You know, whatever. <laughs> well, we got it's Gorilla Glass. Or... <laughs> well, yeah, it's the Pixel lineup. I want to see how they are going to go for like the, the third generation. It's again, it's going to be designed and built by HTC. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to see how six months down the line, because it's constantly with a lot of Android phones, you have a problem with um, memory leak and the system being slowed down. You either have to do a factory reset or you got to do some kind of maintenance on it. Really? I've never had that kind of The problem. thing is with Samsung, because they use a lot of their own stuff, it's kind of like an optimized I've gone through uh, LG, HTC's. I had the Samsung Galaxy 2 and 3. I stopped at the uh, LG G3 before I jumped on the Apple uh, bandwagon. And most of the time, after six months to a year, everything will start slowing down. You're going to start noticing that apps will take longer to open up. Or when you do the, go back to open trays, they go back into an open app and it just redo it. Hmm. it's just it's lingering um yeah i've but even tell you to vamp but no it was just more fun that way Uh, when when i had my htc though i don't remember having that kind of issue but at the same time i don't know if people do it but i'm very routine with the fact that like i will do a full reboot Mm -hmm. not refresh but just an actual reboot of my phone weekly. Okay. So it's clearing everything out every week. Yes. That's because I, I don't, I keep my phones like it's on mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't do like you said, the, the re- restart. Oh, you don't restart your phone. Okay. The only time it does it if I do an update. Well, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, every, every week I will reboot my phone. Um, and that, I think that it, it makes a difference. I know mm-hmm. that it does, but I'm assuming it's also what helps with that. You know, with like the memory leak. I used leak to do part. a lot of the rooting and roming. I was, was always really intrigued by it. My best. I lived in XDA. <laughs> <laughs> I was constantly looking at the latest uh, CyanogenMod mod, or even you know, like the Jelly Belly, whatever uh, Rama flavor of the week. <laughs> <laughs> My phones were. I think the longest I had like the G3. Uh, was maybe a month I had a single ROM on it before I cleared it out and started a new one. <laughs> yeah, see, that's it's really cool, but to me it was just a little too risky for something that you depend well, that was, on that was so a, much. That was in the, back in the early days of Android. I'm talking like, uh, was it not KitKat, but uh, like pre 
where all the features that you wanted were locked into one, uh, either to a Samsung device or it was another device that had something else that you wanted in these ROMs. Like, hey, let's, you like the best of both, best of both worlds? Let's combine it. There you oh, go. they were. They were and absolutely. give you more control. But now the operating systems are so, um, you don't even need to ROM it anymore. Yeah, you you kind of don't unless there's certain features you're or you really just looking want to. for. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times it also comes down to the security side of it. People will rom it in order to get access to things that you well, shouldn't that was another normally. Thing because I you were getting upgrades like years after the fact. Mm. You go from uh, like Samsung was notoriously bad about that. Mm-hmm. Like you'll buy your the S two and you won't see an update. Maybe a security update eighteen months later. So that's the reason is to you get the ROM, so you get the latest version of Android yeah. at that at that time. Yeah, uh, HTC was also pretty bad about it because I remember mm-hmm. with the My Touch, I remember looking at the websites going, "There's a new version. Is it coming to my phone?" And it was <laughs> never coming. And I was like, "Ah!" And then I'll sit out there and go, "No, <laughs> <laughs> go away, peasant." Buy your new phone. It has a updated exactly. version. Exactly. Only another five hundred dollars. Grumble, grumble, grumble. <laughs> um, so I'm there's a lot of really neat things I think that will be coming out but there's nothing specific I can think of that I'm really looking I mean, forward to I, I think how we reach like peak options I mean we can't that's hard for me to say because I'm one of those people that <laughs> I can't say for certainty on things because you can only within my realm of thought you can only work within what you know yeah you know, you go. I mean, we're like battery powered now, and yeah, you go, you go back, you know, centuries, millennia, decades. And you just go back forever, and people thought the world was a certain way, and obviously, over time, some people still believe it's flat. Well, <laughs> I was trying not to go there. I would. <laughs> um, you know, you you look at it nowadays, and obviously things change with what we start. You know, groundbreaking ideas. So mm-hmm. it's hard for me to think that we are at peak because we are at peak for the knowledge we have. But true, all it takes is for tomorrow someone to make a simple mistake, and all of a sudden a whole new world is opened up for us. <laughs> it's a whole new. <laughs> You complete me. I just I had it in my head. I just <laughs> didn't want to do it. You know, you didn't want to do it. So I think what it is that we're this is going to be iterations of what we have now. Yeah, and it's yeah. We'll get a little bit better uh, camera. That's a little bit better. And all three, uh, Sam. I'm, I'm I'm doing just the basics. Apple, Samsung, and uh, LG, Google. Yeah. Google. Yeah. I don't think LG has going to be bringing a new phone out. I think it was the last one. They've been advertising a new phone. Yeah? Yeah. They've been advertising a new one, and it's their whole thing that they're banking on is their speaker, like their sound system. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 HGC did that. Welcome to a couple years ago. (laughs) Well, I mean, they're they're trying. We're going to see a little bit better uh, camera sensor. We're probably going to like whatever F-stop it is now to something a little bit lower. Uh, battery life is going to be just a little bit better. You you're, always have to improve battery because yeah. you're always changing the hardware. You have to make that battery last. Um, memory is instead of because we went from like 8 to 16. 16 lasted for a long time. The 64 
So I think maybe 64 is just about going to be disappearing as like the minimum specs to maybe 128 or 256 if we're really lucky. Well, I, that's going to be like 2030. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Um, I, it definitely, it's going to be your standard specs are just going to constantly increase. It's going to also depend on the size factor, what you can fit in. Um, it's also going to depend on demand. I mean, the reason why the camera is kind of the big focal point is because a lot of the kids nowadays, the kids. yeah, <laughs> out there chatting, all that's all they're doing is taking pictures of mm-hmm. anything and everything. They're videoing anything and everything. It's just kind of it's part of their society and their life. Yeah. So. For obvious reasons, that's why the manufacturers are like, let's hit the biggest market out there and what it is that they want, which is camera. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, camera, they want the touchscreen, they want uh, messaging, which comes with the, because of they're being really big with the emojis. So that's why they were trying to pull in the new emojis with the face features. Yeah. And, you know, it's just. I think what, for like, let's take Samsung, I think what's going to do is on the 9th, is what they've already shown in a note. Those options, and they will probably have a dual camera Samsung Note phone coming up for the 9 or 10, whatever it is now. That is going to be moving into the phone space. They're going to move what they have in the Note side into the phone. That's fair. Um, with the, the dual uh, camera sensor thing... I don't, I don't remember. Do you know if it's the same on the front as it is on the back, or is it different? No, it's, it's basically what you have now, the camera sensor. They added a new sensor next to the right or left of it, but the fingerprint sensor is still there, I believe. I have to double-check, but it's... Because I would... They made a few changes, because that was a major pain point, was the fingerprint sensor is right next to the, the I, camera. I hate it. I and you're, it. like, trying to push the camera, but now your camera's all smudged up with fingerprints. Yeah, I don't... That was, that was a bad design choice. I don't use choice. the fingerprint sensor because of that. LG reason. had it great because it was underneath, but if you use your pointer finger to unlock the... Because you're holding it, like... Yeah, you See, I didn't like that. I didn't no. like the unlock and button had, on the back. It had the uh, uh, volume rockers above and on drive me nuts. My mom has that phone. It drives me nuts. I loved it. I was like, oh. the problem is, yeah, you pick up the phone and you, ha- you hold it and you're... The sensor is right there. See, when I do phone, I'm always on sides. I mean, yeah, I we're never... kind of doing this showing on the audio podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're showing each other. Yeah, see, this is what you do, right? <laughs> but when I grab my phone, I always grab sides mm-hmm. i've never have my finger on the back because yeah. i always hated the fingerprint smudges on the camera lens so i've just gotten a habit of never grabbing and touching the back of the phone <laughs> so it drove me nuts when lg did that um, i thought it was a great thing but you know teach their own that's yeah, the point teach your own right <laughs> i mean with a fingerprint sensor on the front with like an iphone with the older iphones now is it's yeah it's kind of easy put your thumb or your finger on it you can unlock it but well samsung's actually got similar yeah saying it turns on i just i don't have that piece of it but you just right there and you just you have to push hard enough and the phone will turn on right but there's they don't unlike the apples there's no button for it you just yeah, have well, to no, know actually, that this, it's there because they, they actually the new iphone 10s they got rid of this completely so it's all face unlock yeah gotcha but even then with the older ones is a um uh this is a single pane of glass. It's not a physical button anymore. 
But well, let's go ahead and drop our phones. <laughs> Not <No>. literally. <laughs> hey, we got insurance. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, it's time to get a new one, right? That's exactly why I do insurance. <laughs> uh, we're going to go ahead and move into our main topic. Now, our main topic is a little bit more on the serious side with like the internet and how our kids are coming, growing up, and playing games online. One of the things that I don't, you probably saw on Facebook is the. Um, how should put it is the gang rape on Roblox, where a hacker had pushed some code to make physical interaction between two characters possible, and it was simulated sexual. And, yeah, yeah, and that's not how Roblox works. Is they the physical interaction is not there in the base code? Mm-hmm. It's just that someone had pushed through. And credit to Roblox after being shown by the mom that was happening because I, I was reading is. Her daughter was on the iPad or a device playing Roblox while they're getting ready for bed or reading her bedtime story, and she showed her, and she was able to take screenshots of what was going on, the aftermath and all that, and send it to Roblox. The mom was saying, okay, I know it's not the... Uh, not capable. Com- it's not... You know, no, the company, is, it's not the fault of them. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just this hacker or this you know, kitty, script kitty doing mm-hmm. this that caused the um what the vulnerable part of the code to be you know exploited, exploited. Yeah. yeah and so very they, good they on the they're not going over the top yeah it's it going on uh, social so... media and say oh this ban roblox because this is what's happening oh, no it's, it's so at least it's a small nowadays to do yeah that. it's a small uh, happenstance that it, it yes it does happen but it's not because of roblox say yeah we don't care they didn't put a they didn't put that in the code, no. you know, intentionally. <laughs> no, it's just, I mean, it's just the nature of everything that's out there. Someone will find a loophole or exploit and exploit it as far as they can. Absolutely. Or bend it to what they wanted to do. But it brings up the subject of, it's something that I know that we've we've talked about, or I'm pretty sure we've talked about. But regardless, it's something that definitely people are aware of and the fact that you have to be mindful and aware of what your kids are saying and playing, playing and doing and not that they're necessarily doing wrong but there it's are the other there are moments where they're being exposed to something that you don't necessarily want them to be exposed mm-hmm. to and from there you have to turn into some type of teachable moment or move them away from whatever platform it is that they're on to something that's a little more appropriate because mm-hmm. they're just not ready for that right yet. I mean, it's the fact that is that we all ha- we have to discuss this. I mean, that's what we do. Is this is a family oriented show, and we yeah. we dive into certain aspects of tech that is more family or more like geeky. It's just it's the basic building wanna, block of what we do. Yeah, we want to try operate. to give everyone the appropriate knowledge and what's out there and what yeah. to look for and our perspective on it. But like, yeah, like you said, it's, I like because the mom wasn't you know. Uh, I want to speak to your manager type person <laughs> <laughs> that she didn't go on Twitter or Facebook Facebook wow Oof. Facebook <laughs> what's in this water I don't know but apparently I should have accepted your water um, but instead to uh, basically put Roblox crucify Roblox before what happened yeah um, and the thing is there are a lot of different games where this is possible mm-hmm. not 
not very likely, but it is possible. And as with anything, it's just something you have to be aware of because there are, it's very popular right now. And there are a lot of games that do have that online multiplayer interaction. And if I remember correctly, what made Roadblock specifically uh, so susceptible to this was the fact that it's a game where people build environments and then other people around the world can jump into that environment. Yeah, they can make their own game. Yes. And, like, uh, and post it to... Because Roblox, you can go on... It's it's like a, a web-based kind of game mm-hmm. um, that you can go on to a certain website has like all the listing, all the different games on the website. And you can hit play and it'll start up after a few seconds and you, you're on your way. Um, one thing is with this because... It was hacked code. Mm-hmm. It was because Roblox didn't know at the time that this person had found this loophole and had done this. So what they did is they took all those vulnerable uh, games offline, told the makers, hey, we're updating our systems. If you want your game to come back, you have to use the updated system mm-hmm. that uh, fixes what happened. And if you don't, well, then your game's tough luck. Yeah. yeah, your game's offline or it's deleted. So I think that's Roblox did a the better solution instead of the freak out like everyone else does or yeah. is capable of or been doing. Say, oh my god, this bad things happen. Don't play it because it's what's going to happen to your kid. But to also be fair to all parties involved is I think what made their game so susceptible to this happening is also what made it very easy for them to handle it the way that they did. Yeah, it's it's a simple. If, it's not like, you know, I think it's just a group, of, a small group of indie developers that do made the base code or the base mm-hmm. of it. It's not like, you know, Bioware or, or yeah. EA or something like that. So it's a lot, it's not, I don't want to say it's open source, so to speak, but it's a lot of where you can use the API to make your own. And it's a community kind of driven, well, this game is broken, don't play it. Yeah, which is what makes it really fun and interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, Aside from them, I mean, you have all your other games that are similar. I mean, for years, there have been MMOs out there. I mean, everyone knows World of Warcraft. That's an MMO that's been ages now. In in the the City of Heroes, we'll pour one out for you. I have something I got to tell you about that after this. (laughs) Paragon Chat? No, uh, I got a new wireless router for the house. Okay. And there's QoS was built into it. And you could do, there was an option for like programs, games, or you could just select a device. Under games, they had City of Heroes slash villains <laughs> listed. I shed a tear because I'm like, this is a brand new wireless router. Like brand new wireless router. It's not like this is an old one that's been out from the market mm-hmm. for a while. And they had in their code the game that hasn't had servers up in years. And I was like, oh, just tearing at my heart. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> uh, with all those games, you know, there's always interaction with people from all over the world, all types. You don't know who the other person is yeah. on the other end, um, which adds an interesting, fun environment. But at the same time, from a parent's standpoint, is a very stressful. And yeah, you don't because you can't. You can, if you want to be a helicopter parent, you can sit right next to him and watch him play. <laughs> but eventually, you have to learn to trust your kids' uh, level of just maturity. As your and, parents had yeah. to do with you. You gotta let them go, mm-hmm. and 
that's why it becomes a teachable moment more than anything. You know, you just, yeah. you got to... Because you don't want to scar them for life and be like, oh my God, <laughs> I can never play this game. Or Well, oh. there are some that prefer to do that, but that's yeah, to each well, their that own. That's, that's, that's your the style point. of what you do. Um, you do you. <laughs> but with any of those games, whereas the code may not be... Uh, exploitable yeah exploitable uh there is chat there's Mm -hmm. a lot of talking and a lot of interacting with those kinds of games um and it's still like that today i mean even now there's a mobile game that i play uh that has a global chat system that you can just talk to you know the whole world on and a lot of these chat rooms that are in there uh, people frequent regularly mm-hmm. and you can see it in the chat you know hey how's it going oh long time no see and so, right. they just they talk and talk and it's all really cool like it builds a, a community if you will but then there's always the people that take it too far and if your kids on their phone which nowadays most of them are it's just now they're, they come born with the phone in their hand <laughs> yeah basically uh, and they're playing a mobile game from the parents perspective they're fine they're safe they're just they're playing Mm -hmm. a game on their phone of all the things they could be doing on their phone go for it have fun not realizing that the group chat in there can be getting into subject matters or things especially nowadays yeah that you don't want them to interact with or know about or hear or say well i want because i play uh star wars the old republic online um, and I, as soon as I started like, a new character, I started up. I always turn general chat off because it is a cesspool of <laughs> just garbage. <laughs> I mean, some most of the time, yes, this is people. You know, it's the uh, the Java game where they make movie titles with the word Java. It's like um, fun, saving yeah. private Java, or you know, like, <laughs> but the, the devolves where you got the trolls coming in and they, the Trump and the racial, and it's just it's like okay. General chat is constantly turned off. Mm-hmm. No matter what, any, any game I, I play is the same way. It's like, is your your uh, defaults is general in trade or something else? I go in turn off general because I know even if it's a new game, it's just I know it's just a matter in. of time within minutes of some some dummy is going to start spouting something. Well, and then on top of that, you now have a third party like communication apps oh, yeah. that people use outside of games that they've met in games. Uh, there's some of them, the more popular ones are like kick, uh, which people use for games and for other mm-hmm. non-game related things. Uh, there's line, there's discord, which our show does have a discord channel. <laughs> <laughs> <In country. laughs> um, all these things again are very cool very fun very useful tools I, just as an example the the game that i play uh you get into little guilds within mm-hmm. the game um and our guild has a line chat and the reason for it is although there is a guild chat built into the game it doesn't keep a running history so if you uh you know step away from the game for an extended period of time and the guild chat's active you're going to miss something oh, that yeah. someone may have said to you or has asked or, you know, that you posted a question, but you missed the answer to because, you know, something happened. So that's the reason they use the third party, because then there's the running chat history. You could go back years, months, whatever. Um, so it makes perfect sense if you have an active community like that. But again, 
just with anything else, you are now stepping outside the game and communicating almost more one-on-one with these people, like right. text messages and so on and so forth. And a lot of it has voice chat as well. Like I know TeamSpeak and Discord have voice channels Yes, uh, that you can uh, start up or use. And then you also, if, because not all of them are out there, but if the game had any type of security measures put into place, as an example, this game that I'm playing, you can't put profanity. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's very easy workarounds for it, but if you type a standard profanity word, it immediately, as soon as you send it, it changes it to all stars. Well, that's the same thing with Roblox. It's because it's it's a it's the parental features are defaulted in that even if you put in, I think someone was putting in uh, like a fanny pack. Fanny comes up. Yeah, you know, hashtagged like all letters are hashtags. It's actually really really funny because in this game there's not there's not a parental features that you can turn on or off. That's just the game. Mm-hmm. But it is funny because some people will put, like you were saying, fanny pack or even a word that, like, we'll just use the word assassin. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there is a character in the game that is an assassin. It's like, because there's different level water, fire, wind, you know, and it's like assassin or whatever. So those be like, hey, is the wind assassin any good? I just got it. And it'll say, is the wind star, 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 star in? any good <laughs> yeah <laughs> like it'll be it doesn't matter where it's a little, it's a little too aggressive in the sense uh, yeah uh, it doesn't matter where it's at it's just if it sees that even if it's in the middle of another word it's gonna start out which makes it kind of funny yeah well another thing because a lot of people can work around it they'll um sub substitute different letters for what they're meaning because mm-hmm. i've seen uh the gif of something doing it's a racial word that they put in to work around the uh Censorship of the the chat. like doing dollar signs for s's, yeah, at signs for a's, stuff like that. So I mean, they will still have those that capability of people working around a system. There's, yeah, there's always that. But once you step out of those games and start using the third party chat apps, there is now no. there's no security anymore because those are just standard communication. Yeah. Um. So that's something you have to be aware of and you have to be careful of. There was, excuse me, uh, a story that I don't remember how long ago, but it was pretty recent this year that I came across where there was a teenage daughter. She was, it was 16 or under. I don't quite remember the exact age. Um, same thing was on discord, mm-hmm. ended up talking to people like you do. Um, and this one particular guy, I don't remember the the reasoning or the story or whatever, but he Blue. He was an over. He wasn't even. It was. This happened here in America, but the gentleman was from outside of America. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Flew into America, into the state where they they lived, and showed up at the door of this house where this girl lived. Right. Um. With some crazy excuse, you know, his car broke down, something or other, you know, and the mom was just something didn't seem right like she had no idea of her daughter's interaction with this guy through discord yeah she, had, she no had no idea the information that just happened. all she knows is some guys at her doorstep trying to get into their house right. using really you know lame excuses uh and just didn't trust it and called the police and the police showed up and he ended up having like duct tape in his pocket a knife like he he flew there with bad intentions like this oh, yeah. wasn't just an accident 
he had bad intentions and you know thankfully everything turned out okay yeah, I mean, but on the other hand there's some those it does happen where it's not it doesn't turn out okay absolutely and god forbid if you know only the kid was home yeah you know what i mean like who knows what would have happened um so it's one of those things like something very simple can go very wrong very quickly and that's oh, yeah. unfortunately it's a tough job for the parents to be aware and mindful yeah, of these things in this day and age with all the technology that's out there there's a lot to help but there's not much to do mm-hmm. and you have to basically do it old-fashioned way of doing things uh, centering on yourself, t- teaching your kids, like you said, teachable moments. I mean, it's just not going to go in there to, you, no one knows exactly everything to do and how to do it. Yes. And, and we're all still learning. And there's also something to be said, you know, and every parent's different and I get this, but there's also something to be said about respecting your kid's privacy, yeah. especially when they get to certain ages. They have to be grown ups. They have to learn, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And yes, you want to protect them and you want them to be safe. But you have to kind of go, that's their phone. That's their, that's just like going into their room. You know, you mm-hmm. knock first, you teach them respect and privacy. But at what <laughs> level do you do that when you exactly. know and are aware of all of these things that could possibly be going wrong? So it's a very hard job and a very thin line to toe. Yeah, here we coming up there soon. <laughs> Don't even get me started. I know, we we're already doing that with ours. <laughs> it, it's, it is. It is. It's very hard because I would say, okay, let her do a certain thing. And if she fails, it's like, hey, what did you learn? Mm-hmm. How, not, how to do that a different way? Okay, let's try a different way. You know how... It's like with Edison. You know how many times of what... A uh, hundred times of creating a, a light bulb and found the right one, but he did ninety-nine times how not to do yeah. creating a light bulb. But it was something that I heard recently. It was a, a quote. He was like, uh, uh, "I never lose. Mm-hmm. I either win or I learn." And I was like, "All right, I, I'll take yeah. that. I'll take it. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll use that." <laughs> but yeah, it's just one of those things to say. It's and with like voice chat, even within games. Like Fortnite and PUBG, and then it has like a game's uh, voice part of it. Mm-hmm. And that whole is another option where do you turn that off? Because I've been on, I played, started playing uh, PUBG one time, and just the amount of people just swearing up and down. And I, I know it's like with the sound of the voice, it's like, okay, this is like some 10, 12 year old yeah. little kid. I mean, when you're in your mom's basement. Going to town, yeah. Yeah, it's just because you keep doing it, just saying it. Oh, it was the same thing with, uh, even on, like, Xbox, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? With, uh, you get on, like, Black Ops and stuff like that, and it's just, as soon as you get in that room and you just oh, start yeah. hearing, it's like, okay, mute. Oh, my God. Like, it's just, they go to, t- it's it's an escape for them. It's just an excuse to say, hey, I heard this word, I'm going to use it. Yeah. Like, well, you're using it in, not in the context, it's correct context. Or there's you're no just saying it for every point. other word. Yeah, or there's just no point. We're in the lobby and you're just... Blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah, just saying blurting what? it all out. Or even on top of that, you know, when you're playing Xbox games specifically, mm-hmm. um, because it has your gamer tag linked to it, people that are playing can pull up your gamer tag and depending on how you have your account set up, It'll be, you know, male, female, or they hear your voice or whatever. 
uh, I believe we've talked about this before, had a friend of mine that played under his wife's account. Mm -hmm. So it was a female profile, but it was him playing and he was playing Grand Theft Auto. (laughs) And he just for the fun of it, because he thought it was funny, he built a female character in Grand Theft Auto, had a female account, but turned off the voice chat. So everyone thought it was a girl playing and he was... They were sending him money. They well, you know were... what a girl means. It's a guy in real life. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, like, his uh, Xbox chat mm-hmm. would just, like, people would send him messages, like, all kinds of stuff that just was a little insane what people are doing. It, it is. It's kind of, because um, with the Me Too movement, and it's all this, it's... I want to say it's it's a uh, it's a bad way how looking at like the female pers- uh, side of things how bad things are with um for them mm-hmm. and how things are still continuing and even probably worse now you know with like GamerGate and everything that's been going on for the past couple of years and it's this whole society of trolls. I was reading on Twitter that someone was uh, streaming on Twitch that is what they call troll raids. That all of a sudden their chat is flooded with, you know, like homophobic and gotcha. racial and just every bad thing coming into the chat. And this is a new person that's new streamer. They don't have any mods to help help them. And they said it's basically she had went turned off her stream crying and deleted everything and that was it. So the trolls won. Yeah. But it's like, okay, now what what did you expect to happen? Now you're going to have all these people not going onto your system. Then you can complain, oh, no one uses Switch anymore. Well, gee, wonder why. Yeah. Because they don't want to deal with having to deal with all this stuff that's coming in. Mm-hmm. And I know with my daughter, she wants to do like certain streaming stuff. And I constantly tell her, like, it's, <laughs> you're not going to be like you're, the people that you watch on YouTube. You're going to have no one watching you. You're going to have for months. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be like, you're going to dis- be, um, uh, not this, uh, discouraged mm. from doing it. You just have to keep working at it. On the flip side of the coin, though, as the parent, I want her to you know, branch out and do more stuff. Well, absolutely. But at the same time, if she's live streaming on Twitch, you also kind of want her to have no one watching because then you're second guessing all the people that are watching are like, why are you watching my daughter? Well, the thing was with Twitch because it's uh, no, it's you have to be thirteen or older to be actually. It's kind of great because depending if you're like DJ Wheat, he's part of Twitch. He has his son on it at, at times. But if you're like it's a regular like us, yeah, a regular nobody, all of a sudden you have your kid like walk in the frame. All of a sudden, people will start reporting because you had a child in the background, and your channel gets uh, shut down or whatnot. <laughs> It's just one of those, it's a double standard. That's a whole nother. <laughs> but it's just one of the things like I want her to, you know, like try new stuff or, you know, to get her creativeness out there. Absolutely. And she is great at doing stuff like that. She hasn't done it on Twitch or I haven't done her set up or anything, but she keeps asking if she wants to, she wants to do it. Mm-hmm. So, okay, well, one day we'll, I'll sit here with you and we'll do something she wants me to think of a, a name a cool name for her for her channel and stuff like that. it's 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 awesome on my part to think it's that. bonding for you yeah yeah <laughs> but i also can see like having to deal with the troll raids and possibility and all the people coming in or oh you're just a girl you suck and angry typing yeah. guys and 
It's just like that's a lot of negativity. Yeah, yeah. it's just for for female gamers. It's the bad thing out there. Yeah. So it's it's definitely it's not an easy subject. There's not a definitive here look into this mm-hmm. or you know here you can try this or do that. Unfortunately, it's just something that you have to you have to prep your child for male or female you have to kind Mm -hmm. of prep them for and just like you would do with tv and video games and cartoons is you have to teach that um fantasy versus reality you know this is fiction this is fake that's a big thing for us because we watch tv uh, some shows and stuff she knows okay yeah this is not real yeah. Thor's not going to come down. <laughs> <laughs> Even with, you know, some of the more realistic stuff, let's go horror movies. This yeah. is fake. You know, that's an actress. That's, you know, a lot of time and effort, props, all that stuff. But you kind of have to do that same teachable moment with, you know, video games. And like, look, there's going to be people that are going to be chatting. There's that. Like, that's really without, like you were saying, being a helicopter parent standing over their shoulder at all times while they're doing this. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to do that. But it's such a new realm that... You don't it's, know yeah. <laughs> what to say, what to warn for, what to prep for. Like that's it was like how over say out like your, if your daughter comes up, oh, this person said what what's what's a thingy thing about Bob, and you're like, uh, <laughs> I don't want to have that discussion at the moment. Oh, crap, uh, how can I explain this? And this is what's happening in your mind, like when it's a second, it's instant. Yeah, <laughs> you're like. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's what comes out. <laughs> well, what I think of a Bob is. <laughs> so I know I would really like to be interested to hear what you guys think, what you would like, how you would go about interacting with it. Or if you had any experiences. Like, Even better. Yeah. If you had experiences where your son, daughter, what, whatever, or cousins, or you know, niece, nephew, if they had come across something like, bad happened to him in Roblox or another game mm-hmm. let us know because we'd definitely like to hear your your side of the story absolutely or if there's any uh, any type of interaction where like we've talked about you know the third party programs or the games if there's something that we're missing that you feel needs to be made aware of mm-hmm. you know something that's out there that we're not aware of to let the other populace out there know and bring light to please let us know we'll be more than happy to share yeah, and definitely let us know on our Twitch accounts, um, <laughs> our Discord, Discord. Hey, we, I've had that link up on a Discord server, and it's just me. <laughs> it's a lonely place. Aww. and all my uh, thirty other channels and servers I'm a part of. <laughs> but it's, we've got the the emails, the, email, the Facebooks, Facebook. the Twitters, yeah. the Twitters, the Twitters. <laughs> We even got a Google Plus page. Hey, all right. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. But yeah, hey, thank you for joining us on another episode. And hopefully we'll hear from you and your experiences and all that. Absolutely. Definitely let us know. Well, thank you again for listening. And this is the Geek 2.0 Podcast. And we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks for listening to this episode of Geek 2.0 Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash geek 2.0 podcast. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter at geek20 podcast. Don't forget to visit our website at geek20podcast.com for older episodes, news, and much more. And make sure to subscribe to our podcast through your favorite podcatcher player of choice. 
The Geek 2.0 Podcast is part of the Collective Network.